Welcome to The Word at Westminster, a podcast with talks, studies, interviews, sermons, and more from Westminster Church in Barrie, Canada. It's about learning and living God's Word. Welcome to this episode of The Word at Westminster. Every four months, we have a Q&A forum. People submit questions ahead of time, and after a worship service, I provide an answer. Since I get a decent amount of questions, the answer I give to one might be helpful to more. My approach is this. I try to answer questions through the lens of another. What does God wisely teach us through the Bible? Hopefully, I give us some helpful and biblical things to consider. This Q&A was originally recorded live on October 13th, 2022. Uh, what Jesus says in Matthew 7:21 unsettles me because it indicates that you can only get into heaven if you do God's will. I thought we couldn't earn heaven, so this seems to be a bit confusing to me. I'm also very aware of my own many faults and sins. Appreciate the honesty there. Can you explain? So let me just start by reading the verses so they're all on the same page, like what is Matthew 7, 21? Uh, first of all, it's a part of the Sermon on the Mount, perhaps the most famous religious teaching on planet Earth ever. Uh, so not, it says, not every, and this is Jesus talking, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Okay? Um, I want to acknowledge, too, sometimes in the Gospel of Matthew, kingdom of heaven, uh, it refers to heaven as in after death, ever after heaven. Sometimes it refers to heaven on earth. Uh, but I think the tone of the question is really referring to kind of after death heaven. So, uh, so we'll proceed with that. So there's a lot in that verse. Uh, it's a question, uh, the person says, and unsettles them because it indicates that you can only get into heaven if you do God's will. That's a work. That's a deed. Uh, but they've heard that you can't earn heaven, so it seems confusing to them. Fair enough. So to answer that point directly, you're right. You can't earn heaven. None of us can ever be good enough to earn it. Uh, we all sin. We're broken. We make mistakes. We choose the ways of selfishness. And since God is a holy, perfect, and just God, we can never make it all up. We've simply lost too much ground. We are saved or we're made right with God. Uh, and this is very, very important because it is of eternal significance. We are saved by God's grace through faith in Christ. Saved by God's grace through faith in Christ. And, the, and it's expressed various places in Scripture, that specifically from Ephesians 2 verse 8, which says, For it is by grace, right, unmerited favor, generosity you don't deserve, grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Gift, it's free, you receive it. Okay. So imagine you're praying for forgiveness and acceptance to God. He extends his hand to you, offering that peace and forgiveness. And then, and then you reach back with your hand and accept it in an act of faith. And I think uh, he initiates it, so I think that's, that's helpful. So uh, note also, we need to be clear about this. When Jesus died on the cross, he died in your place and in my place. We need to be very clear about that. He paid the consequence for your disobedience and for mine. He gets what we deserve, and we get, thank you, gift, we get what he deserves, which is everlasting blessing in the presence of God himself. So imagine you uh, walking up to heaven's gate. God Almighty can see you with all your sin and your brokenness because, as the Bible says in Hebrews 4.13 and elsewhere, nothing in all creation is hidden from his sight. And just when you think you're sunk, Jesus comes up and he puts his arm around you and says, she's with me, or he's with me, Okay. So his faithfulness and goodness and righteousness, his perfect love gets credited to your account. His victory is yours. Sometimes we call it the great exchange, and it's a beautiful free gift. So we just need to be clear on that. So the person asks, what then does Jesus mean? Unless someone does God's will, they will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This sounds like you have to earn it. So we need to look at what is happening here, okay? So, so Jesus often speaks against what? Hypocrites. 
against people who are pretending to live by faith. They're acting, right? So the word hypocrite is closely related to the word acting. In this section, right before this, he speaks against false prophets, people who claim to speak for God, but don't speak for God. In this section that this verse 21 is embedded in, it's from Jesus speaking against false disciples. And so here's the whole section. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So much for Jesus, meek and mild, by the way. So here's the background we need to know, and it's perfectly consistent with what we find in Ephesians 2.8. If our belief in Jesus is genuine, it will change us. When we come to a genuine faith in the risen Jesus, God's spirit begins to live within us and work through us. We are given at least one spiritual gift. And the often quoted fruit of the spirit from Galatians 5 start to work through us and and cultivate in our character. You know them, love, joy, peace, patience, right? And so Jesus' half-brother James is commenting on the unity of these ideas in the book that bears his name, James 1.22. Be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Chapter 2, verse 26, faith without deeds is dead. So some people might experiencing these God-honoring changes more quickly than others. Some, it might take a longer time to mature. The gifts might be different, and their life situation and the opportunities before them might be different. But if you have a life-changing faith, your faith will be changing your life. Notice what Jesus says in verse 23. He says, he didn't know them. Their faith was not genuine. That's what that means. These people are even doing powerful things. They're even performing miracles. But guess what, friends? There's dark power out there. right? These people are even performing miracles, but they didn't actually know Jesus or trust Jesus. So when Jesus says that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, he's referring to people who are following him in name only. And that's a warning for us. He's referring to hypocrisy. People who say they're disciples, they say they're Christians. And some, uh, these people might be doing very impressive things, but if they don't actually know or trust him, they are lost. So when he says that only people who do the will of his Father and enter the kingdom of heaven, he's not referring to people who are morally really nice people, but who could care less about Jesus. We've often uh, heard people say, so-and-so was really nice, and so they're now enjoying ever after. Specific and genuine faith in Jesus is a requirement. There are a lot of really nice people who are going to be very surprised and horrified when they come face to face with the God that they have spent their whole life ignoring. So in this verse about doing God's will, Jesus is referring to the people who genuinely know and trust him and whose lives will give evidence of this fact. So let me end with just a little uh, helpful illustration. I think it's helpful. It's simple but helpful. Uh, You're walking through a field and you see a tree. Look, an apple tree, how nice. Well, how do you know it's an apple tree? Well, because it has apples on it, right? It has the fruit on it that shows, oh, that's an apple tree. Well, I think that's a helpful illustration because um, acts of faithfulness and love and holiness and justice in your life are fruit for you, okay? So you're imperfect, you sin, absolutely, you make mistakes. That's true for all of us. We need to ask God's forgiveness and start again. But that fruit is evidence. This is the language of Scripture. Fruit is evidence that your faith in the risen Jesus is genuine. In the passage just before this one uh, was quoted, Jesus said, by their fruit you will recognize them. By their fruit, evidence in their lives, you will recognize them. 